0: Hey, whore, it's Jorge, and that's who the hell I am, I'm Jorge, well that's my government name at least though, that's what I'm giving you as a freebie right now, letting you know my government, you know, born name, Jorge, we're not going past that though, you don't need my last name, you're getting too goddamn nosy if you want all that info, look me up in the phone book if you need all that, son, but no. All you need to know from now on is that I am the host of this wonderfully new program slash podcast brought to you proudly by me, Who This? That's me, host of Something Spectacular, brand new, coming to you weekly on a regular basis, no days off, this is the first initial trial run, if anything, episode of Something Spectacular, like I said, hosted by me, Who This? Now, of course, I just broke down the difference between Jorge and Who This. Jorge is who I am anywhere besides being in front of this microphone right here in my little home-built studio in the comfort of my domicile. And that's Jorge. Who this is the guy on air you hear right now, and that's an acronym that stands for Who's Hearing Out. Space. That. Not that with a TH, but that. Urbanized, D-A-T, that intelligent speak speaking, which would be me. So yeah, you're hearing me out right now. And that's who I am. I'm who this hosted something spectacular brought to you every week by me. That's right. And I'm glad you can join me. This is a brand new thing I'm doing right here. Um, if anything, if you're new or you know who I am or you knew of my plans as far as this podcast slash radio thing goes, uh one quick issue I'd like to bring up. As far as uh smack and wax goes, that was something I was supposed to, you know, take off and hopefully, you know, be something big. But obviously that got dead in his tracks because, well, conflicting schedules more than anything. The man had to make a living, and who I'm referring to is my good friend DJ One, I wish him nothing but the best, but the man had to make a living as a DJ so we really couldn't set a set day as far as the do-to-show goes. I no hard feelings on my part. You know, I-, I still love the guy. He's like a brother to me. I appreciate him. I love him for the fact that he believed in me so much to do a show with me. Something that took years to really finally bring the fruitation, but obviously nothing came of it. We did a couple episodes and realized, well, we're not going to be able to play no goddamn music anyway because we got to pay licensing fees for that, and I don't even know to who. I know it's to somebody, somebody big. You got to pay a pretty uh, pretty penny as far as that goes to play some goddamn music on this thing, so uh, fuck that. Uh, I figured uh, that shit's right out the window, so uh, here I am talking solo dolo for the meanwhile until, you know, I eventually buy that uh, license to play music on a podcast. So uh, hopefully soon enough, cross your fingers, make me popular, you know, spread the word. Let me get out there like germs or the West Nile virus running rampant during the summer or, you know, like the uh, what what's on the rise now, uh, hepatitis and stuff like that. You know, bring my numbers up like the cases of hepatitis going around now, around the country, around the world. And, you know, that means more ducats, more money in my pocket. So, I be, so I'll so i be able to buy that licensing fee to be able to play some music, add some flavor and some variety to the show, to the program. Besides me, what I got to tell you what I think about a lot of things or share things about my life with you out there, it, it helps to have a soundtrack to the, to the whole thing going on. Why not? But that's, that's later on down the road, though. Right now, you need to get to know who I am. Again, I'm who this. Of course, when I refer to me being that intelligent Spick speaking, I am a Spick. Hence the name of the program, Something Spectacular. Not spectacular, Spectacular. We are here to celebrate not just the grandioseness, the uh, flavor we add to the life of others. By being a minority, male or female, well, mostly because of being Hispanic, Latino, male, female, whatever you are, it's something spectacular that you're around. Something spectacular that I'm around. We're far from boring. We're far from bland. Here we are, and spice to life, if anything. Now, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm going to pull a Victor Cruz and salsa everywhere I go. I'm not that kind of motherfucker. I dance, but I don't do it for free. I don't do it for the public. You know, if I need be, I'll do it in the bathroom mirror right out the shower when I'm feeling fresh and clean. It's just to really, I guess, see my balls sway, seeing if there's a really dramatic hang from one compared to the other, if anything, right? But that's neither here nor there, though. That's a whole other issue for another day. Um, What do I do? I'm doing this show because, you know what, I, I felt like it. It's a podcast. It's necessary I wanted to put myself out there. I've been meaning to for a long-ass time, but finally got the ball rolling. Here I am. I was born and raised in Queens. Okay, technically speaking, no. I was born in Peru. To be specific, I don't know. I always forget where I was born. Uh, No way, I'm sorry. I I take that back. Camana, Peru. Doesn't matter because I was brought... To the U.S. when I was merely a year old. So, I don't speak Spanish. I speak Spanish. I meant to say I speak Spanish. I just, I didn't speak it as my first language. I learned English first, then I learned Spanish. Forced to speak Spanish at home, growing up. Because that's all about my mother could speak. But no choice. We're not judging. I speak better Spanish now because of high school, though. I had to learn high school. I couldn't read or write the shit. I struggled immensely with it up until high school where I had to take high school, and that was a long story as far as being able to have the opportunity to take Spanish in high school because they didn't want to give it to me. They said I was a native. It'd be unfair to other children out there who uh, don't know the language who could benefit from learning a new language. And I said, I don't fucking know Spanish. I barely know how to make myself understood to my mother But God forbid I get stranded in Jackson Heights, Roosevelt Avenue. Uh, You know, I I catch a hot one in the thigh. You know, if I catch one in one of my thighs, which I got big legs, I'm immobilized. I ain't going nowhere. You know, if I catch one in the arm, my arms aren't too big, you know, I could probably push myself up and try to drag myself towards Elmer's Hospital. If I catch one in the thigh, that's too much meat right there. I'm not moving that quick. Somebody's gotta pick me up. One from each, one person from each side to like get me to the hospital, right quick. But uh, on my own, I'm gonna struggle. So you know, if I would have made it this age that I am now, um, in my in my twenties, uh, not knowing Spanish, I'd be fucked out there. I'd probably get fucked too at the same time with all the human trafficking and all that stuff going on out there. Slap a wig on me, uh, push up bra and everything, and you know, I just I just. Throw me out there as a paraplegic prostitute. A chica, chica, chica. Oh, but he's kind of big for a chica. Uh, Easy chica, easy chica. A fair chica, fair chica. Whatever, whatever. Uh, I kid. Um, But yeah, I learned Spanish in high school. Thank God I did because I can have better and more deeper conversations with my mother. That way I'm able to, you know, fully share and enjoy professional wrestling on Monday nights raw to be specific with her. So if she did not understand something going on in the storyline I just break it down for her in Spanish and then she just laughs along and enjoys it. Hee 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 whatever. It's those gringles. Whatever. Um speaking of wrestling I'm a big wrestling fan, so uh wrestling will be brought up I wouldn't say every week. And if it is, I don't wanna bore you with it, so it'll only be a couple of minutes worth. So uh, don't worry about that if you're not a wrestling geek, nerd like I was growing up. From about the age of four or five, uh, just love the shit. Still love it, though, now. Uh, of course, like every little kid does when they're young and stupid, they believe it to be real, and then eventually you learn, up uh, it's fake. It's just big, muscly men rolling around the ring making you laugh, unless, you know, at least they don't intend to, but unconsciously they do because of how stupid everything ends up being. <laughs> And how dramatic everything was. At least compa- I'm talking about wrestling now. It's it's kind of garbage status compared to what it was back when the Attitude Era, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, Mankind, The Undertaker. Before, you know, he'd do a match every decade and somehow win it still, besides being like a walking cadaver in every match now up until recently. And that's no taking shots at, uh, at Taker. I'm just saying, you know... The man was a legend. He's been around for so goddamn long, too. How long can he really pretend to be the dead man without eventually one day, God forbid, ending up being said dead man because he fucking died in the ring? He didn't do goddamn much. He fell in his head that hard. Or he, he uh, I don't know, died, dove through a plexiglass and one of the bits of it that broke off, you know, just you know, uh, a speared juggler or something. God forbid, right? I'm just saying, though. But that's wrestling, though. Uh, Like I said, I'm a wrestling nerd. I'm also big on music. Grew up on hip-hop. I probably know more than I should about it, as well as wrestling, too. And probably Jordans as well, too. You might as well throw that in the mix. Yeah, Jordans. I know too much about them, more than I should. I probably own more pairs than I should. But I wouldn't say it's an obsession, because I'm very picky with them, regardless. I don't just pick out anything or pick up anything on the Saturday because they are Jordan brand. I'm very picky with the colorways, the schemes, and the numbers. If you really want to break it down like that, I like everything from number 1 to 8. But again, in certain colorways only. I don't like the 9s. The 10s are garbage. 11s are my shit. 12, 13, nah, I got a pair of 13s, the He Got Game slash Panda 13s. That's about it. Those are the only ones I like. 14 and up, eh, fuck that. I'll pass. I'm good. But again, my opinion, though, That that's what I like, my liking, my taste. You have yours. I respect yours enough to not vomit, you know, when you bring something up like uh whatever, nines out of your favorites in whatever colorway, which I don't like. I'm sorry. I, that's just me, though. That's what I think. That's what I feel. You feel otherwise, go ahead and, you know, do what you want with your money. My money's spent well on the ones that I want. Uh but yeah, that's those are Jordans. We'll, we'll bring up those eventually too as well. Uh back to my mother. Uh let's see. Small, fragile woman. I wouldn't say elderly, but she's getting up there. A good woman. Uh I feared her growing up because, you know what, as a Spanish mother who would still bleed on occasion every month, I had the fear because, you know, that's when shit was getting thrown in your head. You got hit with everything possible. Oh, you know, you got the stereotypical, um, uh, crusty slipper because of foot fungus right across the face. You'd get the belt. Now was typical. Try getting the belt buckled to the face and having a dent forever imprinted on your forehead to remind you of, a uh, not how bad you were as a kid, because I wasn't that bad a kid, but just how, uh, how dangerous it is to deal with a woman during the period. Especially some uh, short, Spanish, feisty ones. Uh, you know, i gotten that. Of course, the broomstick. Of course, the uh, stick end of it, of course. Of course, the wooden spoon. Um, I've gotten just about every cup that she owned back when. Every glass cup thrown at my head. Thank God she's missed every time. Uh, What else have I gotten? Uh, The electrical cord. Um, I've gotten my jaw rocked by her one time. Um, That's another story for another day, because we'll have to dedicate an episode to just my mother and what she used to do to me when I was young. Oh, boy. She was a bully. Not necessarily a firm believer in bullying, or maybe unconsciously was one, but uh, I I hope she meant well at the end of the day. She's calmed down a lot now since she stopped bleeding. So uh, hopefully the same will happen with my girlfriend when she starts bleeding. Whenever that occurs, she won't be as feisty. Worse for me because, like I said, I'm Peruvian. Uh, I guess we're rather calm because we're South American. Um, My girl's Dominican. So uh, she's Caribbean, and if you know anything about Caribbean women, they're feisty by nature. Pick a fight ain't afraid to pick up something if the fight ain't really going in their way, and you know what I mean um I guess infamous for the machetes and the long sharp objects that happens it hasn't happened yet though uh she's insinuated it though i i i I've been scared i I feared for my life at one point uh I didn't do anything. As usual with a lot of Caribbean women, I don't mean this is a put-down, but it's happened, you know, they insinuate that something has happened or that you might know another female because she just happened to look in your general direction. Somehow you know her name. Not only are you fucking her, but you're thinking about fucking her as soon as she passed by in front of you and you're wondering if she's got friends that are fuckable. How that all happens within that short span of time is beyond me do I dare to break that down trying to decipher that sort of illicit mind state no but uh there's that fear I respect her especially when she's bleeding oh boy I keep my distance I don't even try to cuddle or, or hug her too hard because that's even an issue and that's a probable fight not a fight, but so much as a, uh, you know, get the fuck off me! Don't touch me like that! You're doing it too rough! Stop! Stuff like that. Which I never hear enough of, but uh, maybe it's the only occasion when I'll actually hear something like that <laughs> when I hug her too hard while she's uh, you know, bloated and and puffy and and, and full of uh, uh, jelly esque blood inside her, where anything likes to leak. Oh boy, break out the maxi pad. She needs the, the 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 wingspan on that shit. She needs the fucking uh bald eagle fucking wingspan, six feet across wide type shit. The, the, the pearls and Tampax things don't work. Uh, I've seen it, and she knows herself too. Oh, it's Niagara Falls down there. Just watch out. You need the 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 the. The light, you know, you talk about the sponge or whatever girls used to use back when, whatever, she's like straight up with it. She's like, nah, I need to get a net or something. You know, something. Grab all that shit coming out. It's pretty bad. But, yeah, there's that. Um, So, yeah, I respect her like I do any woman uh, on the rag. Uh, You know, it's a health hazard. Would I ever eat out a woman on the rag? No. Um, I have done it before. No, no, not while they're on the rack. I've eaten out before, yes. Um, and it's not a joke. I don't mean it to be, or no pun intended at least, but I have eaten out Chinese before, and it wasn't that bad. It didn't smell like fish. It didn't smell like old dog. It was nice. A very, uh, uh, potpourri-esque type of aroma she was clean like that um never went past that one time anyway though so uh uh no loss there oh well um during a rag no i i don't know who would anyway but i do remember always hearing growing up about uh women putting caribbean women uh to be specific i guess it was haitians or Trinities or something like that and i'm not being you know uh offensive by any sources is what I remember hearing growing up, so I just imagine uh, it must be true. Then it was confirmed to me at one point, too, by a Haitian woman. Not that she did it, but she's had friends that, that have done it, you know, putting period blood in tea or, or stew for the man that they want to fall in love with them because once they ingest the period blood of said woman, uh, they couldn't help but feel a fatal attraction of anything uh, to that said female. Um, so I've always been precautious of that. And hence, why I respect a woman and why I respect uh, not so much saying that a period is good at any point in a woman's life, but I respect a good period. Like Seinfeld said in the sitcom Seinfeld, I respect a good coma, I respect a good period. If the bitch is suffering, if she's bloated, she's got fat, she, 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 she's all tensed up and red and puffy, and then uh, every step she takes and, and always clutching the stomach or abdomen or uterus area and, and, and straight, you know, just walking with her legs extra tight and all that. I respect that. So I stay I stay my distance, especially for my girl, for the fact besides the fact that I love her, I respect that enough to just keep caution while she's around and she's uh, in that state of physicality. I'm careful like that. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, I'm Spick. I think we've gotten that point cleared up. Um, let's see. uh, What else? Um, I, I can't really grow facial hair. How about that? Um, the show's really about, you know, something spectacular, which I am, which I like to think I am, at least anyway. But, um, it's more about just... Anything in general, I guess. Um, for the fact that, you know, I'll bring up stuff about me, too. I, I degrade myself. I, I like to put myself down a little bit, too. Like uh, like I just said right now, I can't grow a beard. Uh, I've never been able to grow a full beard. Uh, up until now, I'm damn near 30, and my beard is very poor. Um, I envy people that do grow beard. I don't envy them so much. I respect them. It, it's a lot of maintaining, um, maintenance, maintenance. Basically is all it is, you know, you got to trim the edges right. and make sure it's it clean and uh, to the point where you're satisfied and all that stuff, which I'll never know about because some people grow beards the same day they shave it off. Grow it right back. Me, if I'm lucky, in about a month's time, I'll grow uh, equivalent to an Armenian man's, you know, uh, five o'clock shadow from the same day of shaving. That's all I'll grow. That's me, though. I I can probably uh, blame that on my part-Asiatic genetics that uh, have infested my blood, thanks to my, uh, I I believe, great-grandmother on my mother's side, who was Japanese. Could be that. Could be the fact that I'm Hispanic, specifically Peruvian. My father didn't have a good beard. My father had no beard. He didn't even have a 5 o'clock shadow. I don't even think his beard made it half past midnight. It was that poor a beard. He had a good mustache, though. A mustache which I never seen shaved at all in the, what, roughly first 13 years of my life that I known him. I never seen him without that mustache or have seen it grown in length or... Ever trimmed like that? I, I think he just really trimmed it that well. He was really good like that with the clippers or whatever he had to do it. I No, no, you know what? I remember that he had the really, really small bullshit scissors to do the mustache with. That's what he had. Son of a bitch. Um, so, yeah, he passed on those bad gen X to me. Um. I got a good head of hair. I got that. I don't have patches in that like I do in my beard. That's pretty embarrassing. When I do pretend to grow something out, it's always my sideburns. I grow extra long, at like halfway, halfway past my cheekbones. You know, from the region from where your cheekbones go to your chin. That's about all they grow, and then all that other stuff is just like random hair that grows. You know, patches and circular circles. It kind of looks like a. Remember that movie? Uh, what was that movie? Signs with Mel Gibson where they had the crop fields with random symbols in them. Kind of like what my beard looks like when I try to let it grow out a little bit. But if I'm lucky, maybe one day it'll connect, you know, from my sideburn to my mustache, my quote-unquote mustache slash beard. That's what I got going on. I got nothing. I can grow a soul patch. Why would I want to mix in with all the hipsters and the assholes taking over our Great city of New York, though, like that, right? Give them more power than the power they've already taken by force by uh, running us out of our neighborhoods, which was my neighborhood, Astoria. That was my neighborhood growing up. Uh, they ran me out of there because they high-ass rents, and the Jews that came in and just took over all the uh, potential apartments that they knew they'd want to take up because it was that close to Manhattan, so they drove us out of there with their sky-high rents. Forcing me here to East Elmhurst where I currently reside now for well over, might well, say six years or something like that. At Jackson Heights. Well, where I am now physically leans more towards Corona. Uh, when I first moved out here, it was 82nd Street and the story Boulevard. So it was more East Elmhurst, Jackson Heights. I'm more borderline along East Elmhurst slash Corona. Leaning more towards Corona, I guess. Uh, I'm like literally a four minute walk from LaGuardia Airport. So if I ever need to flee the country, like well, I can't flee the country from LaGuardia. Um, if I never, if I ever need to, you know, hit up Kansas that quick, I, I did something. I'm on the lamb. Take me out to Michigan or something, Montana or something like that. I I, I can bust a move out there quick enough where I'm gone, son. I'm going like that and I'm good. I, I keep my traces covered. I can't grow a beard to throw them off like that because that ain't gonna happen. I might as well just buy a fake beard, right? Right. That's that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in Queens my whole life. If you care, I went to PS2, IS-141, Long Island City High School, and LaGuardia Community College for two years, where my passion for web radio grew after I graduated because that's when they introduced a brand new web radio station where I got my first taste of this microphone and recording software and just being able to play myself back as much as I wanted to, like I will right now, After as will you, once you hear this podcast playing. Yep, that's how it started. Well, really, started when I went interned with Howard Stern during my tenure at LaGuardia, part-time internship, interned with him. Uh, I've been a fan of his, actually, since the age of 12, 13, around the age my father left. So when my pops left, I wasn't so upset because I had Howard Stern. He became my father, per se. I had a father on, like, borrow from, like, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, I just slowly suffer and cry myself to sleep. (laughs) I guess, I don't know. He says, shit, whatever. Fuck that guy. He ain't nothing. Not Howard, I meant my father, my father. So yeah, there's that. I'm doing this podcast thing now because of that, because of my growing love for radio that grew from that point, courtesy of LaGuardia Community College and to be specific as well too from Professor Louis A. Luca, professor at LaGuardia. Thanks to him for heading up the radio station itself, making it possible for it to even exist in the first place and hence giving me the idea now that I could do a podcast. So you can further enjoy from the privacy of your home on your iPhone, iPod, phone, whatever you got that's, you know, granting you permission enough to listen to me and fully enjoy the program. You go ahead and do that. I enjoy doing this for you guys, and I'll continue to enjoy doing it on a regular basis. That's that's the whole point of something spectacular. Something truly spectacular coming out of this mouth and this brain flowing every week on a regular basis. No days off. No weeks off. That's what I'm doing. That's what we're doing right here. So, yeah. Uh, what else can I tell you? Um, hmm. I like doing this. I like the feel of it. Yeah. That's right. It's me. Who this? So, you know what? Um, I had a whole bunch of topics to bring up as far as the show goes today, but... I misplace things a lot. I have a poor memory. I fuck up a lot on that, on that end. So I swear to God, I'm really not trying to make it something where I get a cheap laugh out of it. I guess I'm just trying to make light of the situation of my poor memory. I misplaced the paper of topics that I had to bring up for this first episode. Uh, God damn it, I'm upset of it. I'm upset with myself for that fact. But... Hence, I will be having to play by force and hopefully by popular demand every week. This little clip that sums up my frustration with not being able to find my paper. Thank you. Where's my paper? (laughs) And I'm being serious. I can't find a paper I had my stuff written down on. And most likely I'll have to resort to that little clip to emphasize the point I can't find my fucking paper. I'll find it, though. I'll find one in time for next week. How about that? And I'll have one ready, and hopefully, I won't have to play the clip. But I'll play the clip regardless because I know me. I'm going to misplace this son of a bitch. Oh, well, it's all right. If anything, you know what? Thanks for tuning in to this first episode of Something Spectacular. Of course, you can catch me on Twitter at Who This. I was actually able to get a hold of Who This on Twitter. W H O D I S S. That's me on Twitter. You want the Facebook page for the show? Facebook.com backslash Something Spectacular. That's the show.